What's the secret to great leadership? Let's find out. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Hey, my friends, welcome back. So great to see you. I want to thank you for tuning in week after week. Here's one thing you can do to really simplify your practice. Stop reading about the essential qualities of a leader, the five great practices of leaders, the prominent traits of prominent leaders. All of those things are deceptive. You want to know the truth about leadership? Here it is. The reason why leadership is so challenging is that all characteristics of a leader All the things that leaders need to be and do are a dichotomy. The challenge of leadership is to balance opposing forces and to learn where the perfect middle ground is. Let's dig in on that, but first let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we focus on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. Remember, if this helps you, tell your friends. You can find us on Facebook in the Badass Agile Listener Lounge and also on Clubhouse in the Badass Agile Club. Now, I've said this before. If you're looking to become a great leader by running scripts, you're looking in the wrong place. Not only is there no one-size-fits-all prescription, but there isn't even a perfect leader for any given situation or personality type or team. Here's some things I want you to consider. One of the fundamental qualities we associate with leadership is strength. But strength to what end? If by strength you mean decisive and certain, I agree those are desirable qualities. But how does a strong leader deal with haters, for example, or dissent? Do they do it by crushing the opposing opinion? Or the opinion holder? I think we'd all agree that's a bad way to go, although we've all met leaders like that, I'm sure. So we should be able to quickly agree that when it comes to strength, there are certain times when we use it, and there are certain times when we hold back. And this is exactly right. Everything exists on a balance between two poles. With regard to strength, there are times to be courageous and certain, and then there will be times to be vulnerable and to be yielding. Sometimes when you have an opponent, the best way to defeat them or to deal with them is to use their own momentum against them by getting out of the way. If you think about a time where that might have been true for you, you'll realize this is great wisdom. So how do you know when the perfect balance is? When are you supposed to be strong and confident and certain and unyielding? And when are you supposed to be yielding? Well, the only way to find out the perfect balance is to live it to experience it, to get practice being strong, and most importantly, to get practice being too strong so that you know when you've gone too far, and then to practice yielding, and to practice being too yielding or yielding at the wrong occasion to know when it doesn't fit. What about confidence and vulnerability? Same thing. There are certain times when it's appropriate to be vulnerable but there will be other times where your certainty is what's going to give other people courage and inspire them. 
You can pick any other quality you can think of. Should you be verbose or concise? Same thing. There is a place for both. And the secret is finding the balance and knowing how to intuit when one situation calls for one and when one situation calls for another. And to do the balancing act in complete certainty. What I mean by that is to say, I don't know in this given moment whether I'm supposed to be wordy or concise, strong or vulnerable, whether I'm supposed to be decisive or whether I'm supposed to be leaning into my team to get feedback and opinion, to gather more data. If at any given moment you don't know which poll to choose, pick one and be fully prepared to be wrong, to adjust, and to grow from what you've learned and experienced. What's so important about this balancing act is that you never want to be a one-note wonder. It's easy to always be strong and bullish. It's easy to always be vulnerable and yielding. The truly balanced leader has access to both in any given situation and has the emotional intelligence and the self-awareness to know which one's called for in a given situation and also to know where they're gapped in its application. You can choose any qualities that we associate with great leadership, contemplative versus decisive, fast versus slow, conservative versus risk-taking. There's even a place for emotional responses like anger and joy and sadness. All of those things have an appropriate moment, but the secret is to be in control of them, to be able to choose when you apply which one, to have complete mastery over all of the skills and all of their manifestations, and the judicious application of the right response in the right moment. There will be times where command and control is completely appropriate, and then there will be times where trusting in your teams and letting them explore and stretch is the best thing you can do. Trusting versus questioning, expanding versus contracting, investing versus divesting, accessible versus private transparent versus mysterious. You can see how all of these things have a desirable point. Light doesn't exist without dark. We need both of these things to create color, to create interest, to create dynamism, and to have the inspiring qualities that we associate with great leaders. But there is no such thing as absolutes for that very reason. All of life is a constantly evolving tension between forces. And that's exactly how your leadership should be. Mastery is all about the knowledge of when to use which, understanding the impacts, and being able to courageously and accurately deploy them when they're most appropriate. It's about changing up the mix on days when it's needed, adjusting the balance. If you used to be 80% risk and 20% conservative, as the environment changes, your customers change, and you as an individual change, and your team makeup changes, you might need to switch that to 60-40 or 50-50. And then a month later, you might have to change it back again. Your beliefs can never be fixed. They have to be growth-oriented. You have to be able to abandon everything you think you know because it's what you think you know that holds you back from becoming bigger, doing more, discovering new things, experiencing new things. And this is so terribly important as we reach a moment in our industry there's a lot of sameness going on. There's a lot of common beliefs being exported and transmitted and broadcast by millions of practitioners that at the end of the day don't serve us. 
These are the beliefs and attitudes about how to do Agile. And no matter how much we say it, no matter how much we read and reread the manifesto, we still keep going back to the same stuff. What are the processes? What are the tools? What are the rules? Give me the script. How do I do it? The courageous exploration of leadership is to say, I don't know. And that's the only thing that I know, is that I don't know. Each day we empty the cup, wipe the slate clean, and begin anew, a new exploration into who I am, how can I serve, what is needed, what's required, what is right. It's only when we're able to surrender the ego in that way, to literally say, I know nothing about leadership. I know nothing about agile. I know nothing about how to steer my crew or steer this company. But I am learning each and every day. I am prepared to throw away what I thought was right, what I thought was true, so that I can be better, be flexible, be adaptive, be agile. Think about it, guys. This is not new wisdom. Stop seeking to codify and number the correct practices of leadership, because there are none except this. Empty the cup. Explore balance. Work both sides. To truly learn experience. And the more articles you see and the more experts that you trust, remember that the purpose of reading and learning is not to fill your mind, but to free it. Take this approach to leadership and watch how it changes your game, guys. Write in. Send me some comments. Tell me how this affects your game. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can find me at badassagile.com or on Twitter at badass underscore agile. Also check out the Badass Agile page on LinkedIn. Look forward to next time. And until then, stay badass.